You have arrived at your destination. Ooh, it's a spooky Halloween episode on November 2nd. <laughs> this week on Animation Destination. Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Jay Rice. Hello, Jay. Welcome back onto the show. Always a pleasure. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about uh, scary Halloween TV specials. Not scary necessarily, <laughs> really. <laughs> like, but Halloween uh, special episodes for television and cartoons and stuff yeah, like that. So yes. fun, spooky stuff. Yes, fun, spooky, scary, scary, spooky things. Uh, spooky is probably like one of my favorite memes of all time. I know, like, I love it too. I, 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 I looked up the origin of it for forever ago. <laughs> I didn't know the origin. Everybody just said spoopy all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, where just someone saying cute but now the, the Halloween sign in like China that like literally spells out spoopy Halloween. And I'm just like, wow, all right. I go out of my way every year to try and find that. Right? To yeah. find that specific yeah. I, I want the sign itself. Like that. <laughs> if you ever find that sign, I would totally get it. It's spoopy. Look how spoopy it is. Good old good old 4chan and all of its uh uh power to memeize <laughs> to memeize anything. Uh, but yeah, before we get into our, re- it's going to be a, basically a recommendation episode. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like a top ten like I did with the with the Christmas episodes because Halloween's a little bit different. Because um, with the Christmas episodes, you can kind of highlight their quality because they like mm-hmm. always have like a point or a you know a a you know a, a, a derivative a derivation of humanity and like oh, the goodwill towards man. That's typically what there is about. You know, yeah. uh, that with Halloween, there's not really a lesson. It's just, it's scary. Scary. It's, it's Enjoy scary. it. Have it's, fun. Right. Exactly. It's, it's like fun, scary. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not, it's different from horror. It's, yeah, it's, it's fun, scary, typically is what you think of for Halloween. And then there's some things that are just accidentally entirely frightening on my list. So absolutely. accidentally or not, uh, but, uh, <laughs> in a, in, in certain ways, there's nothing that's entirely frightening on it, but there are parts in some of them that are like, oh, that's. Disturbing. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but but you got to be disturbed every so often. I, Otherwise, I, you're just not living. Agreed. To the and then when you're laughing, it just doesn't. It does, if you're just laughing all the time, then laughter has all of its. It's, it's it has no meaning anymore. That's <laughs> true. Like, so you have to be terrified. Uh, but before we get into that, before we get into our recommendations for Halloween stuff to watch every Halloween is pretty much what I, I'm trying to get around to. Uh, but before we get into that, let's get into our animation recommendation, which is a series that I just started watching. Uh, on Verve, on VRV, Verve, go get the Verve app. I want everybody to buy this thing. I don't care if they're not paying me. I want it to be around. So. He put it on my phone before I even started this podcast. It's true. It's great. Um, but uh, I watched uh, The Ancient Magus's Bride. Uh, I watched all the episodes that were available. Um, I think it was, uh, there were only three episodes available so far, and it wasn't coming out weekly, oddly enough. And then there's a secondary series called The Morning Starlight or something like that. So there's, it says there's two seasons, but that season is just a 
it's kind of an offshoot season. It's not really. Oh, like, it's it's like a fake season. It's like, like a, what, yeah, like what uh, uh, Seven Deadly Sins did. Yes, it's that. It's, that, it's a yeah. fake season. Yeah, it's sort of like that. <laughs> it's just like it's just an offshoot. It's like a three episode little mini series about her time as a child in this library. Wait, uh, it, which so is interesting. Is so. the ancient Magus's bride? Is she yeah. also ancient? No, no, no. The, okay, the ancient Magus's bride. Okay. So it's the Magus that is ancient, and just, just she the is Magus. the bride. Yes. She is the bride. She's a human. She's okay. a normal human. Right. Uh, that, is she uh, a gold digger? Uh, no. Actually, oh, okay. No. She, uh, it's very sad, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> like, uh, well, it becomes very happy as, as, it's, yeah, as it happens. Yeah, okay. but, but no, it starts off, uh, well, I don't want to spoil everything for everybody. <laughs> but, so go, go watch The Ancient Magus' Bride. It's very much uh, in the vein of, of showing sort of hope and light in an often cruel world type of deal. Aww. So it's very... It's very melancholy. Yes, very melancholy, very nice. Uh, and it, it it follows this girl named Chise, and uh, she basically is... Uh, well, she's going to commit suicide, so instead this... You're, like, really, you're really making me want to watch this show. Right, now. yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, so rather than do that, this uh, this magic peddler, this guy who, like, peddles magic things... And I'll, I don't want to get into why she wants to go into that, but he basically says to her, like, rather than take your own life, why not devote your life to somebody else who will use it? This guy, he's kind of like a sleazy that's, kind yeah, of... Yeah, that sounds very yeah, sleazy. Right, but but she's like a depressed, you know, kid, so, you know, not Is he, is kid, he trying yeah. to sell her into slavery? Yes, that's exactly what's oh, happening. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, he literally has her sign a contract, and she's just like, all right, cool, and then just totally cool about being sold on an auction block, uh, and is purchased by... The Magus, uh, Eli, uh, uh, Elias Ainsworth. Not so. a man with high morals. Um, more than you would think. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's buying a slave, though. He is, uh, but it's not. It, it's much. It, it's it's different. It's it's very it's very interesting the way they do it. Slavery um, is bad, Brian. Yes, it is. But it's very interesting the way they do it. He doesn't buy a slave. That's okay, it. okay. He purchases her. Yes, but he does not <laughs> purchase her to be a slave. That's not what he does. It's his, she is his apprentice. That's what he's doing. Oh, so, okay. right. so yeah, basically he's taking this person uh, mainly because she has resonant magic ability. That's pretty much why she was like such a high bidded mm. auction thing, basically to these you know um, uh, these magic uh, bidders. But uh, so that's why she has an she has an apt ability to become a magus, a mage oh, okay. herself. So that's why he. But he, of course, bought her because that's like you know well you. You're gonna kill yourself. You know, it's it's very interesting the, the the logic that it goes through to to get to that point. But it's very sweet. It, mm-hmm. it turns out being very 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 nice and everything. And they're not uh, just justifying slavery. They're not just justifying slavery. He's not. She's not a slave. <laughs> she's not a slave. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. It's uh, it's a great show. I've only watched four episodes of it, um, and it's still ongoing and it's awesome. And go check it out. All right, let's do it's it. Phenomenal. I'll, we'll, well watch I mean, it out right after this. Right after, right after this, we'll watch it. We'll watch it uh, right now. Uh, but the dub, <laughs> the dub is also available. It just started last week. It's four episodes into the subtitled, and the dub is out for one episode mm-hmm. so far. So yeah. uh, all that you can catch on Verve, um, along with Black Clover, which is re- currently paused right now on my TV. Uh, so yeah, that that's happening too. So, uh, but yeah, that's a show. We don't know if we recommend it yet. I don't know if I recommend it yet. So yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying I'm watching it, not saying I recommend it yet. The animation's gorgeous. So that's about all I'll give it so far. Uh, but yeah, go watch uh, The Ancient Magus' Bride. It's really good. Uh, moving on to Toon news, we've got 
Uh, Funimation agrees to be acquired by Sony Pictures Television Networks. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's a good thing. It doesn't sound like a good thing at all. No. <laughs> uh, like, look, uh, Sony, I'm not saying doesn't know how to handle anything because they they obviously have a, a gaming console that's mm. very successful with very successful titles and they know how to handle those titles. But how about their animation? How is their animation? Uh, <laughs> um, well, their their Sony TV Sony animation is a mess. It's been a mess for a long time. Um, maybe this is a, a sign of them going, eh, maybe we can do better. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I, I don't know, though. So, uh, I, I don't really know what this will change, if anything, really. Because, like, Funimation just, like, was basically like, yeah, okay, you want to pay us millions and millions of dollars to be part of your line? Sure. That's basically what they did. I don't think Funimation is going to be any different from what no. they did. I think they're going to let them be... They bought them because they're successful. They're probably just going to let them do that. Yeah. And we'll probably get some more like Funimation releases a little bit easier because mm-hmm. I think they're starting to see what Sony did see was like our movies are terrible and they don't make any money and we had like a $7 million loss last year in our movie uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we can start glomming on to this idea that Funimation's been doing with Fathom uh, and having those you know movie releases of, of uh, anime movies and stuff like that. Yeah. The I mean- dubs. Maybe they're joining in on that. That might be a good thing for Sony. I, I don't know. Of course, you know, it, if you start pushing too much into that and it doesn't make any money, then you're going to be like, oh, we're going to close down Funimation or some nonsense. Yeah. So, you know, I, but I doubt yeah. that's going to be the, the idea. But no. also, uh, you know, I don't think it's really going to bother any of the other relationships between anything. Uh, so, like, any any problems that it would have with, like, Verve or Toonami or Universal or Crackle, because a lot of that stuff from Funimation gets dubbed, you know, when it's dubbed, it gets sold to those places. Mm-hmm. I doubt that they are that they would have taken this deal if it interrupted any of that, because, you know, that then it's, like, less eyes on your product. So, you know, it doesn't seem like that would be a good thing. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I, I doubt it'll change much. I think it'll just be, like, maybe a Sony logo will pop up every now and then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but if they have to come off a of Verve, then I I vote down. <laughs> I vote down. One I don't of the, see why they would. I don't think they would either. No, because like, because they've acquired because they they acquired it, so Sony would then automatically get part of the residual you know profits of Verve exactly. as well. So it's like the more money Funimation makes, the more Sony makes. That's the, just, that's the point of the acquisition. So. Yeah, it's all just becoming one yeah. big network. Yeah. So it, that 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 is my big problem. I don't like it when everything just gets consolidated into like just these big things because then it's like, all right, well, then what's the you know when one falters, then the splintering off becomes harder because they now own the assets. So, yep. so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I, the, the, there's big six studio. There's six big studios, and now Funimation's part of one of them. So I don't know. Uh, it, maybe it'll be bad. Maybe it'll be better. I my one thing is that I don't think it shows any. Like I don't think it would improve anything. No, that's like the big thing. Like the, the my one idea is that like maybe we'll see more movies, anime movies from. Japan over here under the Sony label. Which would be amazing. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be the thing, but maybe. Maybe it will. Maybe that's the, that's the one benefit I can think of to be like, <laughs> oh, maybe we could actually get like the, like, uh, you know, one of the movies from Japan of the week it airs like over here because we always usually have to wait mm-hmm. forever and Funimation's now... Like they've grappled with that, and like we got the fairy tale movie like a week after Japan, which I is there was a fairy nuts. Tale movie. Yeah. I didn't go see it. I, I need to go see that one. Uh, but uh, you know, maybe I'll see it before it premieres, which should happen in 2018. So 
We'll see. <laughs> Speaking of 2018, what we're also getting is Attack on Titan season three, which we knew that. Woo! We're getting. We knew we were getting that in the next se- in the next year. It is going to be July of 2018, and they released the uh, the awesome poster for it. And if you've read the manga, you're pretty hyped for that poster because you know who that is standing in the foreground, and it's gonna be rad. So. I have not read the manga. <laughs> yes. So I am yeah. just clueless. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, I know exactly who that is. And there's Levi right there. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. I so. still haven't even season, yeah. seen season two. Actually. Oh, really? Nope. Sh- we, should, we should watch season two when this is over, too. We should flip <laughs> that on. Watch it. Because it's on Verve as well. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's great. Uh, Attack on Titan season two was phenomenal. Um, it hit all the high notes that it that was in the mo- that was in the manga and like improved on them and... I'm kind of sad that I'm reading in front of the, of the anime right now, but mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. <laughs> like, I'm not going to stop now, except where we're at in the manga right now is really freaking boring, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, season three on its way in July 2018. Should be good. Uh, next up, speaking of premieres, November 10th, Steam Universe returns. Finally. To the Cartoon Network app. Uh, of course. <laughs> Which means uh, anybody who, like, I don't know, watches a pirated version of anything will get it also on November 10th. Uh, <laughs> so that's fine. All right, well, I can work with that. Right, yeah. Just, <laughs> I don't understand why they can't get a regular TV schedule of this show. It You could you could just put out one episode a week for 52 weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's like, or, you know, for like, for like 24 weeks, you could have like just one episode or 26, you know what I'm saying? Like put a half hour of Steven Universe block every Thursday or Wednesday yeah. or whatever. And then every week you have a new Steven Universe episode. And just, <laughs> how hard is that? We've been, <laughs> people have been doing this since the beginning of scheduling programming on television and Cartoon Network can't seem to get that to work out with, they're just like, oh, we'll just throw out like eight episodes in one week and then no episodes for months. That'll work out great for us. <laughs> I don't understand their mentality behind it. It's very it's bizarre. It's the Stephen Bombs. Yeah, it's... I... Do they make more profit off of that? I don't understand it. It wouldn't... They wouldn't... I, I don't know. It's weird. They, it, they have their reasons. I... Yeah, I would <laughs> love to be in a meeting. I would love to be a fly on the wall at, <laughs> at Cartoon Network Studios hey, where they decide, hey, like... Guys, what are, we doing, what are we doing with Steven Universe? Uh, we're gonna throw out five episodes uh, in the next two months, and then we're gonna wait another eight months, and then put out five more. There's a, there's a fly screaming <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> there's some kind of fly. He's making noise on the wall there. Uh, but yeah... Uh, so yeah, I don't know why they do that, but maybe we'll, whatever. And six new episodes, November 10th. Cool. Awesome. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Let's, let's go. It looks surprisingly dour too. There's a, there's a trailer and everything's very dour and sad. And mm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it looks like a good time. I've got a concept episode <laughs> for Steam Universe. Yeah. Yep. Just, they spend a day happy. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> they, they did that for a whole season. <laughs> whole season one. We need it again. <laughs> a whole season one we had that. Now, we're in the drama now. We're in drama town. Gotta have it. Uh, all right. Um, unexpected. Didn't know this was happening. They kept this really secret. Thought it was very cool. Scooby-Doo and the Brave and the Bold trailer uh, debuted uh, two day, uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, IGN dropped the trailer for it. So, Brave and the Bold was a was a great little show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman, Brave and the Bold. 
Um, I forgot the studio that did that, actually. Um, no clue. I forgot what the studio was. Same guys that did Secret Saturdays. I forget. But anyway, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's a great little studio. And so they base and the ones that also do the Scooby-Doo stuff. I, I don't... It's not... Because Hanna-Barbera is not really a thing, so it's like a different yeah. studio. But anyway, um, uh, there was an episode of... Uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, where Batmite did a bunch of tiny little episode, like team up episodes, mm-hmm. and one of them was a Scooby Doo episode. So it was like ten minutes long, and it was it was Batman versus Joker, and but he was teamed up with the Scooby Doo gang, and I was like, that's pretty great. Uh, this is a full movie, uh, Scooby Doo movie, where he teams up with Batman from Batman Brave and the Bold as all the Brave and the Bold cast. Uh, <laughs> it's it's also got Plastic Man. I saw Black Canary in there. Oh wow! It's got, yeah, it's got the whole Brave and the Bold cast, and like they're just the, they're. Character designs from how they were then. Uh, I saw Joker. There was a bunch, a bunch of Scooby Doo esque type villains that apparently are floating around. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, Scooby Doo has been doing this a lot, amazingly with uh, WWE. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> like, how like, does that go in hand in hand? WWE just like decided we're going to go full bore into the children's programming thing um, and. Just started teaming up with Scooby Doo and Jetsons and Hanna Barbera properties, and I don't. They were the first. Did the Jetsons come back? Oh no, they did. That's the thing. That was last year. They had Jetsons meet WWE, and uh, and like they literally had this episode. It was the first Jetsons production in over fifteen years. Holy crap! The Jetsons had not been done since. Rock and Roll Judy, I think, was like nineteen ninety five. Yeah, it was a TV special in like ninety six. I think that was the last Jetsons production, and <laughs> that was it. And so this is the first thing ever of the Jetsons. And now, like Jetsons is like coming back pretty strong, really, because uh, they got the comic book coming out. And I want to say the uh, I want to say um, oh, it's a uh, uh, crap. It's his name, director of Back to the Future. I can't think of his name. Uh, good lord, I'm an idiot. Where's Brian? Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's, it's my favorite movie too. I just can't think of the guy's <laughs> name. Can't think of the guy's name. Whatever, uh, it'll come to me later. Uh, but he's gonna be doing a Jetson. He wants to do a Jetsons TV show. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, and he, he wants to direct that. So I'm like, all right, sounds cool. Wait, so, live action or cartoon? Live action. So yeah, so uh... yeah, it could work. Uh, <laughs> it's like, but nowadays you can you can do that. <laughs> it's like, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, Scooby Doo. Uh, keeps 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 everything alive. So we get more. Yes, it we, does. We get one more Bra- Batman Brave and the Bold episode. Whoever's keeping Scooby Doo alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone, because Scooby Doo is probably one of the most successful cartoons of all time. That's true. I mean, it, it's been around forever. It is ever with good reason. Yeah, yeah. With with, with constant updates, like yeah. it's never been like just gone. Like yeah, no. even if it's like like really weird offshoot cartoons with like backup characters and stuff like that, it's like no, it's still still things. Scooby Doo, the whole it also spawned a, a genre of other ones. You know, like Josie and the Pussycats, oh, and like <laughs> just all, all those. What was like, the one with the living car? Uh, yeah, Speed Buggy. Yep. Speed Buggy. Uh, Funky Phantom, like all oh those. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. The all, shark, uh, uh, Jabberjaw, Jabberjaw. All of which showed up in an episode of Mystery Inc. By the way, I need to do a Mystery Inc. episode. That, that was show, that was a that show's great. Good show. That show was great. I love that <laughs> show. Uh, but yeah, so there's all that, um, and we get Scooby Doo, Batman, Brave and the Bold. That'll be good. But uh, Scooby Doo, uh, maybe a little bit of something we're gonna be talking about because. On to our topic of the day. No, wait! 
It's our ad break of the day, so go listen to this ad break, and we'll be right back to our topic. Hey guys, it's your resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, here to tell you that the Animation Destination podcast could not be possible without the generous sponsorship of the Destination Comic Book Store. Sporting a wide variety of Funko Pops, statues, toys, games, and other collectibles, the Destination is your one-stop shop for all things pop culture. If you're ever in the Kentuckiana area, stop by the Destination at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 402. 207 in the Best Buy Shopping Center behind these crafts. I've personally been shopping at the Destination for about three years now, and uh, it's the only comic shop that I really go to anymore. It's uh, got great lighting, great staff, it's very friendly. Um, you know, you've met the staff, pretty much the entire staff on this podcast at some point, but it's definitely the shop to go to if you're ever in the Louisville area. So once again, check them out at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207 just behind these crafts in the Best Buy Shopping Center. And thank you again to the Destination crew for sponsoring the Animation Destination Podcast. And we're back! Wonderful. For our topic of the day, which is Halloween recommendations. Recommendations for Halloween movies, stuff like... Basically, it's not a top ten. It's not like a thing of like... It's a top ten in no particular order. Yes, exactly. It's sort of like a, these are things that if you... Wanted to get, like, a good Halloween feel going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should definitely go check these things out. I probably should go ahead and just honorable mention, obviously, but everybody already recommends it anyway. It's why I don't have it on my list. Uh, uh, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Of course. It's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. is the It's the whole uh, Charlie Brown special about going it. It's fine. I don't yeah. have... It's it's. There's nothing wrong with that special at all. I... I only really remember one thing about it, and that's I Got a Rock. That's, like, yep. the only thing about it that I really <laughs> the remember. The only thing anyone remembers about it. Um, it's not like the Christmas special. The Christmas special is just, like, through and through, like, perfect. So, it's 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 fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It definitely has a Halloween feel to it. Uh, it might be a bit dated. Uh, yeah. So, maybe maybe with a younger kid, if you have a really young kid, you know, that would be, that'd be fine to go ahead with that. But, you know, it, it, it's fine. It's perfectly perfectly... Feasible and reasonable. Mm. Uh, but I wanted to talk about ones that uh, maybe nobody really talks about or hasn't been able to talk about yet because some of them are kind of new. Mm-hmm. Uh, get into that and, you know, just talk about why they're recommended and why I think that they're worthy of the Halloween crest, uh, the check of, uh, the, the, the check mark of approval, or let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into it. Let's go ahead with... Uh, Let's go ahead with Gravity Falls, shall we? Oh, yes. What a phenomenal show. Gravity Falls is one of my all-time favorite shows ever. Uh, might be my... F- it's right up there with Avatar. It's like right there. It really is. Um, um, it, two tiers below. Yeah. It's, 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 below gra- it's, it's below Avatar for sure. But Gravity Falls is definitely one of my favorite shows of all time. Absolutely. Um, and it's definitely my top ten. And Summerween uh, is the oh, episode. Yeah. They <laughs> had to have an... <laughs> They had to have an excuse because it only takes place during the summer. They're like, "Well, it's a spooky, scary show, so we gotta have a Halloween episode." See, what kind of what kind of excuse can yeah. what kind of excuse can we make up? Yeah, the town loves it so, so much, much. We have it twice a year. <laughs> yes, twice a year. Once in the summer, once in October. Uh, which is which I think should probably spawn in Louisville. I think it should spawn a whole. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, here. We love Halloween in Louisville. Like, Do you know how popular like Jack O'Melons would be right, yeah. in Louisville? <laughs> right. I'm say, yeah, I'm saying right. 
And I forgot about Jacko Melons. Because <laughs> uh, pumpkins are out of season. I get it. Uh, but no, like, because we love Halloween in Louisville. We love, we got all these events that happen in Louisville. The, the, the haunt scares and mm-hmm. the, 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 the ghost runs and all that jazz. The pumpkin carving contest things over in Iroquois Park. I'm sure there's plenty of towns that do this sort of thing. But here it's very, the, the, the town kind of shuts down for like a week while we do all this crap. So, like, nobody really goes anywhere except to these, like, you know, haunts and stuff like that. And it's for about for a full month. Like, because they, yeah. they open up, the, the haunted houses open up, like, at the crack of October. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're always going to them. But, and you yeah. always, every year, you always have uh, Dracula being put on. At, That's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, Actress Theater. Actress yeah. Theater. Actress Theater. You got Dracula going. But, uh, Gravity Falls is like that town. They love Halloween so much. They want to uh, celebrate it twice a year in the summer. Um, which is cool. Uh, what I think is interesting about this show is that although it takes place during the summer, it's in Oregon, Gr- Gravity Falls, Oregon, yeah. which is not a real yep. place. But it's in Oregon, so you have all that fall weather sort of like always there. Yeah, it's always... It's always the orange... The, the trees are always like that orange color, you know, it's like... It, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's never like brisk. Right, exactly. So it, it, it has a very autumn-esque feel to it, yes. uh, which is... Interesting, because none of it takes place during uh, Halloween, which is why they have to have this episode. But the episode is very fun, because I think it embodies a, a part of Halloween for a lot of people, uh, because it's right at the precipice. You have the twins, obviously, mm-hmm. Mabel and Dipper. Dipper is right at the precipice of wanting to like grow up and not, not do the trick-or-treating and go to a party with his girl crush, Wendy, uh, which who is you know older than him. And so he's kind of like trying to get get the Halloween you know, uh, trick-or-treating over with, mm-hmm. basically, just so he can get to the party uh, on time. Uh, but Mabel is, like, fully embracing the whole side of it and being, you know, like, God, it's candy, Dipper, what are you talking yeah, about? Like, on. of course we want to get candy instead. So, you know, it, it, it's that sort of argument of, like, you know, keeping embraced on your on childhood but also wanting to grow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Halloween's kind of that, that, that's kind of a big part of Halloween, is, like, when you hit that point of, like, ah, I can't go trick-or-treating anymore. Yeah. Like, or, I don't need to go trick-or-treating, I'm too old for that, you know. <laughs> Which, you know, I was never that guy. No. I, just, yeah, I was my, just, like... My mom actually got, said one day, I was like, aren't you a little old to go trick-or-treating? I said, <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I, think I, was, I think the last year I went trick-or-treating, I think I was 14. I think I was 14 was the last year. I was, like, 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a little too <laughs> That, like, that you should be going to Halloween parties at eight. I, was, I did. <laughs> Who would give you candy? <laughs> I, I'd walk around on my knees. Oh, okay. Is that how it would work? What's, See, what's, what's your costume? I'm a now, short person. Now I do. Now I will say I would love to go trick or treating again. I might borrow my cousin's kid, Hannah. I might borrow yeah. her one year there you and go. just and go <laughs> trick or treating with her because I would love to go to like uh, go trick or treating one more time because I don't have no kids. Uh, so yeah, do, the, uh, do it with the cat. Yeah, do it with the cat. Yeah, just dress him up. Put a bowl in his belt. You could do what uh, Mordecai he, did. He, and, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Mordecai. <laughs> little fake children. The fake children. He's the dad with all the fake kids as ghosts. <laughs> That's a great gimmick. That, that, that was a great costume. Oh, that'd be good for... That'd actually be a good costume now that I think about it. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but the idea... That happens. That's the basic crux of the, the moral dilemma that happens in Gravity mm-hmm. Falls. Is the growing up and not growing up. Uh, but what's actually happening, the, the, the direct conflict mm-hmm. of Supernatural is uh, the, what's he called? The Halloween Trickster? Halloween Trickster or something like that, yeah. And he basically puts a curse on them. I can't remember why, but he puts a curse on them and says, I want... Tongue. Because they threw away candy. They threw away candy, that's right. They're they throwing threw away, away the candy. That upset him. That upset the Trickster. And he's like, I demand candy be delivered to me but the, by the stroke of midnight. And it's like, all right, cool. 
So they have so now Dipper has to go trick or treating to stop mm-hmm. this curse, uh, and ends up uh, he has to get to the party quickly. They end up losing all the candy. It's in a wheelbarrow, like dumps it all, and so the big freaking monster comes after them. Turns out it's all the ex- discarded candy from mm-hmm. Summerween Pass. So it's all like the bad, horrible all candy, candy and stuff. corn. And yeah, and just like terrible junk. I can't garbage. think of anything worse the, than candy corn. Uh, those those red and black uh, little caramel fudges. Oh yeah, yeah, just like and then the red the, or the <laughs> the orange and black wrappers. They're just terrible. Um, so that so you know so now they have to like fight the thing or whatever. And it turns out. Uh, Seuss loves that kind of candy because <laughs> of course because he's uh, you know a, just a just a sad sad human being. So he ends up just, so he basically ends up eating the freaking trickster. It's pretty pretty hilarious. But you know they all learn a lesson not to you know maybe grow up a little bit. Don't grow up too fast. That whole sort of don't thing. Don't throw away candy. Don't throw away candy. Just <laughs> like you can throw away candy corn. It's fine. Uh, but so my favorite part my favorite part of the whole thing was when they were hiding from it. It's like this this creepy, like kind of like Slenderman looking monstrosity mm. at this point. It's thrown off all of its garb, and it's like this giant monster. And they're hiding from it in the in the Halloween store. And the whole episode, Seuss has been obsessed with this talking skull thing. He <laughs> press and goes, ah! and he does a joke. He's been obsessed with doing it. And they're sitting there, and Seuss sees it, and they're like, Seuss, no! And he's like, oh my god! He's like, he has to hit the thing. <laughs> totally worth it. It's like. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great little thing. All, of, all of the Gravity Falls episodes really fall under the label of Halloween. I feel because they're all, they're all kind of spooky, scary, kind of cultish, you know, kind of stuff. And then it all takes place in like kind of fall weather anyway. So Gravity Falls is a real fallback if you're if you're in a Halloween mood. Just throw on Gravity. Falls. I think it's available on Hulu. I think it's on yeah. Is it on? Hulu? I think it's available on Hulu. Oh, better be. Um, if, if not, it's going to be available on that Disney thing that that's coming which i'm probably gonna get because it's disney yeah so it's like i might have to drop one i might have to drop like amazon or something but uh yeah it's like so uh but there you go uh gravity falls summerween go check it out uh next up billy and mandy jacked up halloween um, yes, and, and or underfist, and or underfist. You can also check out underfist. both of which are phenomenal. Pretty good. I like underfist a little bit better, um, but it doesn't have Grimm or Mandy or Billy in it. No, like, it doesn't. At all. It's it like all have... their, it's all their background characters, and it was literally going to be a spinoff yeah. show. But I was just like, oh right, that's right. yeah. They were going to just a uh, whole show based off of those three characters. Yeah, right? based off of uh, um, Fred Fredberger, Fred Fredberger, Erwin, uh, Erwin. Uh, I forget the uh, Hoss Delgado, Hoss Delgado, which is uh, the, the manliest, the Snake Plissken <laughs> Ash Williams parody, um, and Jeff the Spider. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot about Jeff. Jeff the Spider and General Scar. Yeah, General Scar was oh on there too. General, General Scar. Sc- yeah, they were all going to be. He was in that <laughs> right, it's just like yeah, because he was the he was on the the evil part of it. So, uh, the uh, but yeah, it it that special Jacked Up Halloween's more of like an actual plot because yeah. it's about Grimm who like uh, he basically took the he basically took the soul of the guy they named Jack O' Lanterns after. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy and it was named Jack O' Lantern. I think yeah, that, his name yeah, was Jack O' Lantern. Jack O' Lantern. That's right. Uh, so basically, uh, he was a trickster. And uh, so everybody was sick of all of his tricks, so they basically killed him. Mm-hmm. Which yep. is, it was it was off screen, but you yeah you saw it. <laughs> it was funny because like it it's amazing how they get away with like really dark themes in this show because like they show him kill him, but then like he doesn't. But then Grimm shows up and is like, "Hey, it's time to go." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he just has like a scythe in the back of his 
<laughs> the back of his, and his back is like, oh, it's like he's like, yeah, you were killed, buddy. You gotta, we gotta go. So he doesn't want to go. So he tries to trick Grim into doing it. So he's like, all right. Grim gets, you know, kind of, kind of upset with him. So he chops off his head, and then he, so his body roams the earth, and he grabs a jack o' lantern and uses it as his head. And that's the whole gimmick of the thing. But he's coming back, and he wants revenge, and so he's gonna he gets a hold of Grim's scythe, and there's a whole plot involved with that there's one. There's a plot. They yeah. do things. Yeah, stuff happens. Um, <laughs> un, uh, 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 Underfist is literally just a a roll of subplots over over an action <laughs> plot. Um, everyone has a subplot. Every single character has like a subplot that's going on, uh, where, Ed, where Host Delgado has like, uh, you know, has like, uh, prejudice against monsters. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, um, he's working with what, three, four of them. Four, yeah. Four monsters. It's out. Fred, Fred is doing something. I can't remember what he's doing. Uh, uh, Host Delgado. What well, I said, Host, uh, Irwin, uh, is, Coming to grips with his lineage, which is weird, because like in yeah, a bunch, of, he's a vampire. He's a vamp, a vampire and a mummy, both at the same time, <laughs> which is all alluded to throughout the series of Billy and Mandy, which I never got until <laughs> they actually explained it. I was like, well, no it's way. like he's like he's like he's like he's like uh, Eddie Munster, like you know, it's like in that oh, regard, because uh, like because yeah. it's like Frankenstein's his dad's a monster, Frankenstein, his mom's a vampire, but he's a werewolf. So it was, but his mom's a, an ancient mummy. But his dad's normal, but his granddad's Dracula. So yeah, <laughs> Dra- Dracula, 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 Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> I don't suck. No, uh, bite and lip. Nobody, nobody tell Dracula what to do. Dracula, grown man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so he has to come to grips with the fact that he's like two monsters in one, and he eventually gets like ancient Egyptian uh, vampire powers at the end, which is insane. <laughs> uh, I forgot what Jeff's doing. I think he's still trying to come to grips with his father. Which is that's, Billy. That's his whole plot. That's his whole plot because <laughs> Billy hates him, but he loves his dad, and it's weird. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I love Jeff. Jeff's like my favorite character in the whole series. Uh, but, but dad. Yeah, but, but dad. I love you, dad. And it's just like, oh man, it's so good. Uh, and Billy's like horrified scream whenever he sees him. <gasps> um, but really, like, both of these specials are very, they're, they're just a lot of fun. They're mm-hmm. very funny, they're very goofy. Uh, there's not a whole lot to take from them other than the humor, honestly. Uh, there's no lessons to be learned out of it. Well, maybe there is a little bit with like the prejudice against don't, monsters. I don't know. Like, maybe. Like, but, you know. Don't it, kill pranksters. Don't kill pranksters. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but then they end up killing them anyway. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it, Billy Man is a good show, and both those movies are, are well worth it. Although Cartoon Network doesn't make them available, like, ever. So no. I, I think they actually hate that show. I do, like, I feel like they they tried to kill that show off, like, a hundred times, but it got ratings, so they couldn't do it. It was yep. very bizarre. It's like Kim Possible. Like, Disney wanted to kill Kim Possible for, like, Why a long time. they try to kill I don't Kim know! Because it's great, but for it some... Is. But for some... It's like Nickelodeon and Cora, too. It's just like... Yeah, that's true. It doesn't fit whatever their lineup is, so they're just like, well, we got no place for it, because that's all they can think about is, like, we have to fit the puzzle piece, <laughs> rather than, like, maybe make some other puzzle pieces for it Let's and see. have a block. Where can we so, fit Cora in between these 24-hour yeah. blocks of Spongebob? Spon- SpongeBob, yeah, exactly. Ugh, God. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of which, I'm glad Nickelodeon. Now, what, maybe with maybe with your other action show, TMNT, maybe do that. Hmm. But whatever, because that was going on at the same time as Cora. Idiots. Anyway, um, but couldn't do that for some reason. All right, uh, <laughs> and, and arguably, like uh, 
friggin' uh, that show had more terrifying stuff than than uh, oh yeah than Korra. That, that was demented. Like, There's demented stuff. The way the mutations were mm-hmm. creepy. Um, actually, the team and T. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do some of those. They had a whole uh, season, half a season that was very uh, Halloween centric. Oh really? Yeah. They uh, it was after season three, and they went to April's family's cabin. Like they do in the movies and like the comics and like the second TV show and it's a, it's a plot that recurs like a lot, which is why I wasn't too happy with it. Oh, uh, TV cabin was very well popular. Yeah, exactly. So they go to this cabin, but there was a whole slew of episodes that were basically like Halloween monster horror inspired episodes. Uh, they had a Christine episode that was like a mutated car. It's like, it's like it was like a mutant car that like was literally like alive and like yeah, it was it was it was, it was weird because it had mutagen in it. So the car was alive. Um, uh, there was one with Bigfoot that was really weird. Uh, there was one with a creepy clone of April's mother that was what? very terrifying. Like, that was really good. Ooh. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, they found, because, like, you know, April always had, like, this connection to the Krang hmm. uh, in that series. So, like, there was this episode. Like, that, that's actually my recommended episode is that episode right there. Uh, they actually got the original the, the the woman who played April in the original series to play her uh, to play Ooh, April's that's mom. That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, I thought they were going to get Mae Whitman's mother, who's also an actress, but they didn't. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it, it it's really terrifying because uh, like it like, April's never known her mother basically, and like this this person shows up that appears to be her mother, but is actually not, and it's this terrifying evil Krang clone and it's like I'm not spoiling anything you pretty much know that from the beginning because it's like she's in this Krang pod like underneath the uh, the uh, the cabin of course I, I don't know if they ever really fully explained her connection to the Krang or not like I don't know if they ever got yeah. to that so I, but whatever it just I feel like she's like part dimension X or something I don't know uh, but yeah so that's a thing so it, it's really creepy and that whole bunch of episodes is actually uh, has a very horror-esque type of uh, monster movie vibe to it so worth checking maybe, out them. maybe go check those out too so there we go uh, I'm going to replace that for one of these other recommendations I have, so I'm not going to talk about that one. Because I talked about, I'm not going to talk about the Halloween tree. Go back to one of our previous Halloween episodes, uh, the Halloween special, where me and Steven talk about the Halloween tree at length. Uh, it's a very good special. Go check that out because it's really good. Um, I'm going to go with next. I'm going to go with Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Have you ever seen this? I actually have not. Uh, starts off perfectly innocent. Uh, it's the old Garfield uh, cartoon. Uh, he wants to get candy because he's a fat, greedy. Uh, uh, cat, uh, so he goes out ha- trick or treating with Odie, and uh, they're gonna get Halloween candy, and he wants it all for himself. Uh, so then they get all the candy they possibly can in the neighborhood. So he's like, "Nah, there's got to be another place." So there's a little house out on an island. It's like or a little like aisle like between a lake. Like mm-hmm. so, it's like we're gonna run out that house. We're gonna get the candy from there too because I want all the candy. He's a very so ambitious, says. lazy cat. I know, right? Uh, when it comes to getting candy, I guess he's you know he's uh. <laughs> He, that's what he wants. So they row out there, and then it turns into a horror movie. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it, it turns into a a spooky, scary ghost movie. Escalated quickly. Uh, yeah, uh, it's all fun Halloween candy stuff, and then they get to this house, and they go inside, and there's this creepy old man who's drawn, like, really real that lives there, and he tells them this terrifying story of, like, pirates of long, days long past or whatever, and he's like, and those pirates... Had a ten-year-old cabin boy, and I was that cabin boy, and so he was the cabin boy. And so he tells him the story of how the the ghosts 
are coming back to that island to seek revenge for him because he turned them in, I think, or something to that degree. So then he escapes on their boat, leaving them on the island with the pirate ghost showing up. And these terrifying ghost skeleton pirates show up and, like, start clawing at the windows. And it's just, like, the most horrifying crap ever as a child. Like, oh it's just, God. like... It's just, like... And they end up just, like, escaping. And that's, like, it. Like, and then it goes back into this whole thing about, like, candy. And, like, it's just, it was just, like, this, like... It, like This whole thing about, like, Garfield being greedy and wanting all the candy. Just <laughs> all of a sudden, like... These pirate ghosts show up and horrify you as as a child. <laughs> they escape them, and then we're right back to the whole him not want, like like him learning his lesson about being greedy. Of course, and he's yeah. just like what like what was that? <laughs> <laughs> like I had nothing to do with Let's it. Never go back there. Yeah, so I guess like the lesson is you know like don't you know he was being greedy, so he went to the island, and then he got in trouble for it because evil ghost pirates came after him. I don't know. It was very Maybe, bizarre. I, I think the real lesson is just don't go to an island just for candy. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so then he gives up. He gives half his candy to Odie. Oh, uh, that's the that's the end of it. That's but, so yeah. sweet. Right, but it's horrifyingly. <laughs> it's not as scary as an adult, but like as a kid, I remember this being like horrifying. Like, oh yeah, just terror and like really like gorgeous animation for the. Uh, for the ghosts too, like because oh, really? they, they're they're skeletons, they're like skeleton pirates, but they're ghosts. They're all loose. They're all lucid and like not like you know there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like very creepily drawn. It, it's very gorgeous actually. But I recommend it just for that alone because like uh, maybe don't let your small kids watch it because terrified me. I don't know. Uh, there we go. Uh, next up is I think it's sort of a Halloween episode. I would say it is. I think I think both these episodes were Halloween. Adventure Time had two Halloween episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Creeps, uh, which is a murder mystery episode yes. where uh, Jake basically sets up a murder mystery, and then you think it's probably gone real. It might have gone real. Uh, bad stuff's happening, and it's, it's a good episode. I like it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got to recommend more so uh, From Bad to Worse, which is the Candy Zombie episode. Absolutely. Um, very, very... It's not scary. No. It's in, it's intense. It's intense, but it's not very scary. Uh, so, like, the Candy Kingdom gets infected by this virus that's, like, because Princess Bubblegum is a psychopath and just, like, does, you know, well, she's a sociopath, technically, because she has no, like, actual, like, feelings or, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's yeah. like, all she is is science-based, so she's making this thing, and it ends up corrupting uh, Cinnamon Bun, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he turns into a zombie. He starts infecting the rest of it. So the whole kingdom is now infected with uh, with the zombie virus. And so Finn, Jake, uh, Princess Bubblegum. No, she gets bit like oh, almost um, in the beginning. Um, uh, Lumpy, Lumpy Space Princess and uh, Rainicorn. Uh, Rainicorn, Lady Rainicorn. Lady Rainicorn. Uh, they all get trapped in this. Get trapped in like the 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 castle. And, like all the monsters, all the all the candy is trying to get in. Uh, there's a great, it's basically your own, your whole zombie affair. They have to like, but they have to find the cure basically. Yeah. Cause like Princess Bubblegum before getting bit told them, you know, go, go, go use my lab. Science, science, is, science knows the answer. <laughs> which is, you know, which is the funny joke at the end. I don't think I want to spoil that actually. No, I'm not no, going to spoil that. Don't do that. I'm not going to spoil that. Science, actually. Is, science knows the answer. That's, it's a good one. Uh, but there's a part where, there's a part that I will spoil. It's pretty great. There's a part where Jake gets bit. And Jake is the magic dog that can stretch. He gets bit in the hand, and he's like, "Oh man, uh, uh, don't worry about it. Huh? I'm okay. I'm good." And it starts to like starts to infect his arm, you know, and stuff. And, like, <laughs> so he just start keeps stretching his arm and like running or like <laughs> and like running around the the freaking room. 
I think it would have been amazing if that happened at the beginning of the episode, and then, like, the the whole episode, he's, like, trying to run away from his (laughs) infection. There's just something really, like, hilarious about that. It is is phenomenally well done. Uh, You wouldn't have thought of anything like that to ever occur. Right. It's brilliant. But I would think, like, the rest of his arm would eventually, like, come to life and, like, try to get him. But it's just funny because he's just, like, running from his own arm, like, oh, man, you need to hurry up, Finn. I'm out of shape. Would he... (laughs) immediately go turn into a zombie if his face went onto that part of the arm. I think so because the uh yeah, cuz cuz it would infect his brain at that point. Oh. I think it has to make your it has to make its way to I would imagine it has to make its way to the brain. Like yeah. that would be my idea. Yeah. There's also a great part where spoilers they find the cure. That's not really a spoiler uh cuz they don't all die. Uh but they find the cure and like he like Finn's like in this one little area and so he like drips the cure like out onto Jake and he's like, "Oh man, you did it." He finds like, "Ah!" And he just gets bit again. And he's like, and it's just like this horrifying scream as he gets bit. Returned into a zombie, and Finn's like, "Hmm." Wait a second. Wait a minute. Work. It's like it's good time. Uh, but yeah, from bad to worse is a good episode. Um, it's got one of my favorite jokes as well uh, when they're giving out medals, or when Princess Bubblegum is giving out the medal for bravery after everybody's saved, mm-hmm. and she goes over and says, like, "Finn the human." Please get out of the way. Who's the side to the actual hero? Like I, just, I was like, why? What was the point of that? That's just, that, 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 that was one of the moments where I kind of fell in love with the show. Like, oh, absolutely. Because it was a very early episode. It was season one. And a very early episode. And it, uh, it's kind of when I, it, it's one of the ones that really, really made me appreciate the show for, mm-hmm. for what it is. So, good time. Like it. Like that show. It's good. Good. Good show. I like Good it. Good show. Good stuff. Good stuff. Treehouse of Horrors. Simpsons <gasps> Treehouse of Horrors. Is there really any... Uh, There's no bad ones. W- yeah. Well, there are bad ones. They're, no. they're now. No, any, any, now. Any of the... Yeah, there are no bad ones between the, the, the highlight years of three to, of three to ten. Hmm. Years three to ten are the best seasons of The Simpsons. It cannot be argued. There is nothing like it. People still go back for them. I saw one early, like I saw one this year, yeah. uh, this year's, which had a Coraline joke in it. Oh, really? It had a Coraline episode. Oh, wait, yeah. Which, which was good, and that was like it. And the rest of them, I don't even, I don't think I remember it. I don't even think I remember the other two. No, I remember the Coraline one, but mainly because they actually had claymation, like like a, a, a claymation esque type of animation to it, and. Uh, but that's it. Like, no. and it was fine. Like that's like that's as good as The Simpsons can be. It's fine. Like it's, it, it's not. It will they never be okay. what it was. It will never be what it was. Mainly because that show is so derivative of its time. Anyway, oh, absolutely. It, it, it it's so far past its time. Hun- honeymooners got old real fast. Yeah, and, and now the and now it's just kind of it's a dying. Yeah, it, you can't. It's just like that, that's the thing. It's just like you can't. It's so derivative of the 90s mm-hmm. to take it outside the 90s or start doing stuff to have them like dancing to Kesha just seems wrong. Yeah. It just seems wrong. Nothing wrong with having characters dance to Kesha. I'm not saying that's, a, that's no. the case, but it's just like it just seems not there. Yeah. It is like it, it's so it to see them like talking on a like a smartphone mm-hmm. is weird. Like it just it doesn't work just because I don't think that that show is particularly timeless because no. it's so drenched within the culture of when it was of this suburbanite family, which yeah. is just like, I, it's, it's weird. I, I can't say that it's in anything there, but during its peak, it had the house tree house of horror episodes, which are some of the greatest episodes of the show ever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some great ones are Mr. Burns being the vampire, oh. uh, where he's Dracula. He looks like <laughs> the Bram Stoker's Dracula version, and oh man, so many good lines from that one. Or uh, uh, he's uh, Mr. Burns is like looking for his victim or whatever, and he finds Bart, and he's like, he's like, ah, what if it isn't little boy? Has <laughs> no idea what Bart's name is. Has <laughs> no idea what Bart's name is. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of good stuff from that. The, the, the election, the, 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 the election episode, the Dole Clinton election episode Mm -hmm. that was also the alien invasion. So like the, the aliens come down and like impersonate Dole and Gore or, uh, uh, not Gore, um, uh, Dole and uh, Clinton. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they have the great joke of like of like of like oh we're not the vote for one of them we can vote when they when it's, it's unveiled that they're aliens or whatever and he's like he's like oh it's a two party system you have to vote for one of them that's not true we can vote for a third party again go ahead throw your vote away <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's just that we'd rather vote for two alien you know conquerors than a third party vote uh, and then Perot like punches through his like his uh, his. Uh, campaign app. Uh, it's it's a good time, and then, very well done. And it's the it's the old famous. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. You know that <laughs> thing. Uh, that that's a great one. Uh, probably my favorite. I my favorite is probably the zombies. I really enjoy oh, the zombie yes. episode. Uh, which ones? Uh, actually, I know the I know the episode that's probably my favorite. Um, uh, it's got the Shining. I forget what all. I know two of the episodes that are in it, but every episode Willie is killed. Oh, it's the time jump episode or the world oh, jump episode. Right. That's what it is. I forgot about that one. W- Willie gets murdered in every episode of this episode, so it's it's always three smaller episodes. Uh, but one of one of them has a shining parody mm-hmm. uh, called the Shinin. The Shinning. Don't you mean Shining? Shining. Quiet! You want to get sued? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Willie gets murdered. He's the he's basically the groundskeeper that gets killed in The Shining. Uh, so he gets killed in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets killed uh, when Homer's jumping from world to world. He's like jumping into different like uh, dimensions, uh, trying to find his world. Oh, that's right. Uh, and he's like, I can get you back to your own world, but you have to listen to it. And he gets killed because <laughs> that's, that's the point of Willie. Uh, and then the best part is he, he, you know, Homer finally gets to back to what he thinks is his world. But then everybody starts eating with their tongue, like thing, and he just goes, "Eh, close enough." <laughs> <laughs> he just starts eating normal, like, 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 like everything's completely the same except everybody's got like lizard tongues. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like, close enough. I'm back. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, and then uh, the episode, then the third episode in that in that series is where it's probably one of my favorite episodes, actually. Uh, is uh, one of my favorite shorts is the um, where the school is cooking students. Uh, oh, yeah. They're, 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 uh, they're, they found this new mystery meat, and it turns out it's children. So, like, the, there's the uh, Principal Skinner and the lunch lady and Willie, they're all, or not Willie, because he gets killed by them. It's yeah. like, I'll save you, children. <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, yeah, so they, they end up trying to, like, you know, kill you know, they kill and feed the kids to the kids. It's very, very morbid and hilarious. Of course, like, kind yes. of thing, so. Uh, but my favorite, money. exactly. My favorite is the the cemetery, the the pet cemetery zombie episode, mm-hmm. where it's basically like uh, Snowball gets uh, resurrected and then starts a whole zombie outbreak. And it has my favorite joke in the entirety of The Simpsons. I remember me and my family just dying laughing when this when this happened. And this one I was relatively young, so it's probably the darkest joke that I laughed at at the time. Uh, but it was just uh, you know Homer's like running around and he's like and. Uh, you know they're all turning to zombies. He's like, "We gotta get back." So Homer grabs his gun, this big shotgun, and like he's leading the kids. You know, like basically being like out of out of character for Homer. And then 
Flanders comes up and he's like got like you know like the you know, he's, he's a zombie. He's like, hey, the dude neighbor, how about a nibble them brains? And he shoots him, and they go, oh my god, dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. And he goes, he was a zombie. <laughs> and it's just like, oh <laughs> he was a zombie. <laughs> He's just been waiting to do just that. He's been this waiting whole time. to shoot Flanders, just waiting to kill him this whole yeah. time. The reason he didn't, he didn't have a gun in his hand. <laughs> it's uh, it's a great joke. It's a great. All those are pretty awesome. I, I gotta recommend all of them. They're all, you know, as, as if anybody needs me to recommend. It's like the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. As if anybody needs me to recommend those, but honestly, it's hard to find where those are at because I know the FXX streaming site. They have all the FX streaming site has all the Simpsons. That's like their claim to fame, basically. That's the why anyone would get the streaming service. Uh, it's like it's, you can watch every Simpsons episode because they don't show the episodes on TV anymore. Of course not. Um, I so think they still do. Uh, I think like I think FXX does like a few times, but like for the longest time they didn't. Hmm. Like they just it was literally like the newer episodes only, like the classic episodes three to ten, you know, like one to ten just weren't yeah. shown, which was just horrible. Yeah. Um, cause that's like the best, your best episodes. Why would you not, I guess cause they were aired so much during the time, but it's, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's, they were great. You'll still make money. So, uh, I don't know if you want to get that FX streaming service, maybe that might be worth it. Cause the Simpsons are all there. If you like the Simpsons that much, it's, you know, you can watch them there and all the Treehouse of Horror episodes are right there. So maybe Netflix will get them eventually. Uh, well, actually, they won't because they'll be all. They will eventually be only Netflix original content. That's their goal. Oh, seriously? So, yeah, that's their. That's they're, they're not wow. shy about that. Yeah, they're, they're not shy about that at all. That's why they're buying up every property they possibly can right Good now. Good luck with that. <laughs> it's like South Park. Even uh, well, I mean, they're pretty close at this point. Like, I mean, they are, but uh, they're releasing eighty movies next year. Oh wow! Eighty original movies next year. To give you context, uh, Disney released. Seven last year. Oh my God. <laughs> like the, the biggest movie production company, or fourteen. They released. They released fourteen last year. Even still. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That's Man, the, Netflix has some big aspirations. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so there you go. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll. I think that basically Hulu is where you go for TV shows. Yeah. Netflix is where you because Netflix you have to wait to see you have to wait till the season's over before you get them anyway. True. Hulu you can watch them as it happens and stuff like that. So TV shows Hulu's better. But for original content for movies, it's Netflix. So, yeah. uh, and you know they got that Stranger Things thing going on. But yeah, yeah uh, uh, maybe we'll get some. And that's kind of what I want. I hope Netflix. Uh, maybe they'll delve into some some Halloween uh, animation stuff because there's not a whole lot of ha- Halloween animated stuff. Uh, no. There's always episodes like I'm like like I'm recommending here, but like original stuff to to watch. Scooby Doo Zombie Island. I'm going to go ahead and mention that one. Yes. Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, I picked out mainly... I had to pick a Scooby-Doo thing. Um, there was a lot of Scooby-Doo movies um, mm-hmm. back oh. in back in the early late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby- well, there are a lot of Scooby-Doo movies yeah. nowadays. Yeah, nowadays there's tons of them. Uh, but, you know, like a lot of the Scooby-Doo movies, or a lot of the... The shows always follow the pattern of it's fake, you know, it's like it's fake, it's like not real... Yeah. Zombie Island is the one that sort of takes the credit for being the one to associate Scooby-Doo fighting what's real. Like, yeah. something that's actually there. And the that, zombies that are... the whole advertising point. The like, inti- like, they're I, real this time. I remember the commercial. Yeah. And they're just saying, like, this time. It's, it's real. real. And there's... Like, oh, my God! <laughs> and it was, the, it was the return of Scooby-Doo at the time yeah, as well. Yeah, Because they, 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 they were making plans for what's new Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. and this was kind of like the relaunch for it. It was like, let's test the waters, let's release this thing. 
and it was very much like everything in this everything on this is completely real. This zombie island is 100% real. There's no there's still a mystery to be had, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what I love about it. There's still a mystery to be had. And that sort of spawned some other ones like uh uh Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Curse, mm-hmm. which is really good. It's got Tim Curry in it. Absolutely. Um it's yeah. got uh the Hex Girls, which I think that 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 writer that writer who wrote that one every time he writes a Scooby Doo thing he works the Hex Girls into it somehow. Oh, he better! Because they're amazing. <laughs> I know, right? Because they were in Mystery Inc. and he wrote the two episodes in, of Mystery Inc. Okay, I was too. wondering about that. Yeah, he wrote those two episodes too, uh, and the latest one because I think they were on another one. There's one voice actress who doesn't do a whole lot of voice acting, acting, but she always plays Dusk. She really? always comes back for Dusk of the Hex Girls. I'm just like, <laughs> is that just like your thing? Like, I don't know. It's really weird. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's a really good one. Uh, it's got, uh, you know, and uh, there was also an alien one, alien one, I think. They were like, yes. They were in Arizona, uh, and like there was an alien, but it was all faked. Was, but then there were some real ones. There were real aliens that, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then it, there was. The, the, the sort of, and then they sort of went back into the into the idea with yeah. with the premiere of what's new scooby-doo that it's all like oh it's a big mystery it's all fake it's all blah, yeah. blah, blah, which is fine but there were some movies back in the day that also dealt with the real stuff too really? uh 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 scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf uh where shaggy got turned into a werewolf that was oh real. yeah I forgot uh that. the 13 ghosts the of Scooby Doo. that yep. was all, they were all real um, Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's that was uh, weird. It's it's an interesting one, but yeah, it's, it's like cute. it's cute. It's got all these like it's like it's like this girls' school for monsters, basically. And somehow and Shaggy is teacher teacher there somehow. I don't uh, remember how that happened. I don't know how that happened either. Uh, but also, yeah, so also who was the little girl that was yeah. like with Shaggy and Scooby? Yeah, in... it was it, it was. Uh, the, the reluctant werewolf and the scare scare race or whatever. Yeah, the scare race. That's yeah, the scare it. race. Because uh, they did the same thing with the uh, scare school. Yeah, I forgot what her name. Was. It was like Shaggy's girlfriend, but they never said it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't know. She was like a cheerleader or something. I very weird. Like he's just like yeah. I just like throw Daphne in there if you want to throw. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Uh, but that those were typically like Shaggy and Scooby mm-hmm. stories. The Mystery Inc. gang was, that's where that came from. Or that's when it started the whole, like, new genre. I'd love if they went back to that, honestly. Because they're, they're doing all the movies and everything. And uh, they've still got movies coming out. But they're all still in the vein of, like, it's all, you know, fake. And, you know, like, yeah. we, we're making it up, you know, as, as we, you know. Uh, but something about Zombie Island was, like, really, really cool. Like, the animation was solid. Oh, it was perfect. The animation was solid. Uh, the fact that there was an actual mystery there that like actually had like stakes and like like mm-hmm. you know uh, and it was like, genuinely vo- scary yeah too. like voodoo and stuff like that and like uh, had these like gypsies that like it was it was re- it was pretty crazy um, but then you know he had a bunch of zombies too yeah that uh, was actually one of the good. first uh, one of the first movies where me and my brother genuinely we loved it <laughs> we would watch it every right. time it was on but once it got to a scary part we're just like yeah. Yeah, you gotta have that good. Like I said, Halloween's about all the good scares. It's like, it's, it's not about being it's horrified. Safe, it's about it's a safe way to experience scary things. Yes, exactly. That's what Halloween typically is for. Uh, is is to experience the fright and the scares for all that stuff. Young Justice secrets. Oh yes. Since I have no segue into this, <laughs> <laughs> Young Justice. I have not talked about this show yet. I will talk about this show at length. Uh, Please, when the season sometime. when the season premiere of season three starts to happen, ah. oh, I can't believe it's happening. I'm so happy about that. What a miracle! I know. Uh, I don't so, believe in miracles, but that's a miracle. That is straight up miracle. That's a miracle, my friend. So that's happening. Uh, but let's talk about 
Mm, pardon me. Let's talk about secrets. Let's talk about uh, the Halloween episode mm-hmm. uh, from season one. Yes, season one. <laughs> uh, I always forget where it falls in line. Yeah, uh, but in season one, uh, and uh, it's written by Peter David, mm-hmm. uh, and he wanted to introduce his original character that he wrote for Young Justice, the comic book series, mm-hmm. um, which was Secret, uh, which is uh, this girl. I forget her name, uh, her real name, but her. Uh, we didn't know it in the uh, comics for the longest time. Uh, for the longest time, we didn't know it in the comics. Gre- Gretchen, Gretchen. Uh, I think it might be Gretchen, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So two of his two of his uh, own characters, because there was also um, uh, Ma- Malice. No, what's his name? Harm. Kane. Harm. Uh, harm. Yeah. Harm. harm. Yeah. Harm. Uh, that's two of his original characters. Um, so basically, on Halloween, because it takes place literally on October thirty first. As all episodes of Young Justice do, they take place during a specific day of the year, and it, I love which Greg. is well done. Greg Weissman always does that oh stuff. Every one of his series has some sort of planned out scheduling to it. Just like in Spectacular Spider-Man, it was a day of the school year. Wait, I didn't it, know he did that too. Yeah, yeah, I did Spectacular Spider-Man because like every 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 because every season was going to be a semester of school. Huh. So you had freshman or had sophomore. Uh, it was going to, the next one was junior. He was going to be a senior and then it was going to be, uh, college. That was going to be the fourth. You're really depressing me with how much I could, I I missed with this show. I'm saying, right. He was going to go to university and everything. Uh, but every, every season was, uh, both the two seasons. It was, uh, the first season was all drama classes. I think, uh, courses in a drama class. Maybe that was season two. No, that was season two. Season two. Season one was all science. It was yes. all science class. Yes. Uh, but yeah, but they, and they all took place during a certain time of the semester. So like each each season took place within one year of a semester. I've watched so. the show a thousand times. Yeah. How did I never catch <laughs> yeah. that? You never caught that? Yeah. Greg Weissman does that stuff. And so that's what he did with, uh, with Young Justice. And so Secrets took place on Halloween night. Uh, which was basically um, a girls' night out episode, yeah. I would say. Basically. Yeah. Uh, so, because... Um, uh, basically, Artemis didn't notice that, uh, who, who'd she have a crush on? Oh, was it uh, Connor? Connor. Connor. And she didn't notice that, like, you know, Connor and, uh, Megan. Ms. Megan were, uh, they eventually started dating, I think, at that point, didn't they? Yeah. Because, yeah. It, yeah, it was after, like, the... It wasn't announced, but they just kind of... Yeah, it was after the, it was after the Memory Wipe episode. Yes. And that's when they got together, so, uh, but yeah, so that, that's, uh, so she kind of, like, realized that, so she wanted to go blow off steam, so Zatanna was like, let's go, like... Go kick some butt. Let's go kick some butt. Let's go do some vigilante work, because apparently there's just tons of that to do in the DC universe. I don't know. Well, all... Why do you think there are superheroes? I feel like there wouldn't be any criminals in that town. Like, you know, just like, why would you commit crimes at night if you were, like, in Bloodhaven or in Gotham? Like, you would just... Yeah, that's I'm, fair. I'm never going to do that. Like, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> you get broken bones. I know. It's like, I don't want to get... You either run into a gang member... Right. Or a superhero. I don't yeah. know which is worse. Right. I don't want to get shot with an arrow. I'm not going to do that. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, so they go around and they, they're, just, they're doing that. And they come across this dude named Harm, who's basically got this magic sword that he basically... It's Beowulf's sword, I think? It's Beowulf's sword. Yeah, it's sword. Beowulf's sword. And only those pure of heart can take it. And he is of pure evil, basically. Yep. To attain that... This is where it gets real dark, folks. Um <laughs> Uh, there's also this little girl that they keep seeing that they think is helping them, but is also maybe not helping them because it lead she leads them to their house where he uh, captures both of them. But then it learns that's how you have to beat him is basically like get him to to repent on the idea, you know, but to get him to to question his pure evil intentions. Yeah. 
because he murdered his sister. <laughs> That's basically what he did. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just... It's it, it it's gets, dark. <laughs> it's dark. It's sad. It's yeah. Oh. And the the little girl is is his sister. It's so well he, done. Whom he murdered, uh, and buried in his own backyard in order to attain this power, which is just like wow, that's mm-hmm. dark. <laughs> like so, uh, but it's a really good episode. It's very it's very heart very heartwarming because you get mm-hmm. the whole like releasing of the soul. I love I love the part where um, the rest of the gang is going off to the party. Yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel has a little skull face painted yep. on himself. He goes, it's pretty good. He's like, "All right, guys, you ready to go to the party? Come on!" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, is the League having a party too?" He's like, "No, wait, no, uh, but <laughs> like no, okay, because <laughs> he's a kid, <laughs> like good old good old Captain Marvel. Poor poor Billy, poor Billy Batson. Um, but yeah, uh, it's uh." Good time. It's a good time. Also, uh, Ms. Martian turns into Marvin the Martian, which is pretty funny. Yeah, so, <laughs> pretty very funny. well done. Pretty, pretty, pretty decently done. Uh, but that sort of breaks up like the melancholy sadness of you know child murder. Uh, <laughs> so like, uh, but I still recommend it. I think it's a solid episode. It's one of my favorite episodes of the series. Actually, mm-hmm. I really Absolutely. enjoy it. Uh, it's very, very character oriented. You get to see more of Zatanna, which is great. Because she's not. Because you never see enough of her. You never see enough of Zatanna, and you get to see a little more of her this time. And it's it's good character development for Artemis. Yes, it's a good Artemis episode, and Artemis is probably my favorite character of the series, if not Aqualad. So, (laughs) I mean, Aqualad's dope. Uh, But anyway, I'll get (laughs) into that later. I'll get into that later. Uh, Yeah, so all of my favorite episodes strongly involved Artemis and Aqualad, too. Oh, really? Yeah, especially, you know. Depth, which is the best oh, episode of all. Oh my god! Depth is the best episode. It's of Young fantastic. Justice. But I'm not talking about Young Justice. I'm talking about this. So uh, we're talking about Halloween. But yeah, go see Secrets. It's great. Um, I want to talk about some newer ones. Last two. I'm going to talk about Loud House real quick. Uh, okay. Loud House tricked uh, premiered two weeks ago. I think a little early. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a half hour special. Uh, Loud House is a great little show about Lincoln Loud and his ten sisters, all of L's. Yeah, all ten sisters, all with L's, uh, all with L names. It's a great little show. I love it. It has great personality and character, and it's all mm-hmm. done in a very Peanuts-style, cartoony it is, yes. thing. And uh, good humor, well-written, uh, beautiful voice acting from everybody involved. Oh, absolutely. Um, but this is all about... Th- th- this one, It I, I again... It, None of these really like have a lesson to be learned uh, that no. I've mentioned, other than Summerween, which is the the growing up versus the you know innocence of a child. This one actually is uh, this, this one's actually sort of the uh, has a bit of a lesson to it. Um, basically, about being greedy, I guess, is, is sort of the, the deal, or uh, owning up to mistakes. I don't know. It, it, it's interesting, but uh, the idea is uh, Lucy, the little goth girl, uh, the. 11-year-old of the group? I think she's 11. Yes, 11. Or, no, Lincoln's 11. So she's 9. Yeah, Lucy's 9. Uh, but she's the little goth girl, the one with jet black hair. Uh, and she's one of my favorite characters of the whole show, actually. She's played by... I forget her name. Flame Princess. Uh, the girl who plays Flame oh, Princess. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She plays her and Lynn, the sporty one. Uh, like, oh, she fun. plays both of them. Uh, I think she's the... Her and Gray Delisle, the only two that play two of them. The rest are all... Separate ones, which is kind really, of, yeah, hey, kind of impressive. A good budget, I know, right? Uh, impressive. <laughs> oh, sorry. Great Law plays three. She plays. She plays uh, Lily, the uh, uh, the baby. So oh. uh, she plays three. So yeah, but plays, how hard is it to yeah, play a baby? I mean, you know, I can't do a baby voice, so maybe maybe it's time. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, but anyway, 
so it's it's about her. She gets to finally do the haunted corn maze that she's been wanting Ooh, to do. Okay. Uh, and so, like, everybody's helping her out. It's a good episode because it sort of, like, shows the whole, like, camaraderie between the siblings, which I think is the strongest point mm. of the show. Uh, it's not always, like, you know, like that's the thing that people always get wrong about siblings is, like, or it's always been done in, like, media. is just, like, they're always, like, at odds at each with each other. Yeah. It happens, absolutely. Yeah. But it's not always. Like, I didn't always fight with my brother. I got along with him pretty much 80% of the time I got along with him, you know. There's 20% where we really didn't get along. But, you know, 80% of the time I got, I got along with my brother. I get along with him fine now. Obviously, we're both adults. But, you know, it just... It, it, it's just a misrepresentation, which is why I like, which is why I like Gravity Falls. It's like kind of the perfect and like antithesis, antithesis to all yeah, that. Absolutely, they get they, along perfectly, perfectly, like but, eighty percent of the time. But then there's that little bits where you have conflict because you're obviously going to have conflicts with your sibling, and so that's how this works. Uh, that's how the whole family works. So they're all helping her out with this uh, Halloween, so this corn maze thing, yeah. uh, which is great. Because, uh, like, it's funny because, like, she's the little goth girl, and she's, and there's, like, you know, it's like, I'm really happy mom and dad are letting me do this year, this year. I'm so excited. And she's just, like, perfectly, like, like flat, <laughs> and just, like, flat line, and they're just, like, complete oh. mom. Yeah, and, and she's, like, trust me, she's excited. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, never seen her. And they're just, like, oh, she's really beaming today. And she's, like, perfectly, like, just completely, like, just nothing the whole time. It's, like, I think this is going to be great. And it's, like, wow. <laughs> and, like, they was, like, wow, I haven't seen her beaming like this in a long time. It's, it's like... It's a it's a good little joke. So you kind of get a feel of like all the personalities in this mm. very well, which they do very well in every episode. Uh, but they all have like their part to play in the corn maze. Mm. Uh, but the corn maze ends up getting wrecked because Lincoln and uh, his best buddy Clyde uh, they want to go to. I'm spoiling the plot for everybody. Uh, sorry, but they want to go to this rich closed neighborhood where all the big candy is. Of course. That's their idea. So it's like, we can got to get into that place. Um, so they scope it out and they notice these two little British kids that live there and they're going to be back in the homeland for this Halloween. Uh, back in uh, back in England. But they both resemble them. They yeah. both resemble Clyde and they're like, I think we found our inn. So they're going to like pose to be these kids to get in there, right? Um, but before they do that, uh, they're scoping it out or whatever. These two like big, uh, they, like, I don't know, fourteen year olds maybe. I don't know. Uh, these big bullies, like they, they come up to him and like, hey, and they're like they're they're like new in the neighborhood. It's like, what's a good neighborhood to you know to trick or treat at? Oh, tell us, we'll pummel you. You know that whole thing. And like it's like, uh, so they don't want to give up their big stash streets that they're about to go to. Yeah. So they mention their street that they're, which they're not going to trick or treat at. So like, so they can have that candy. We'll get this candy. Blah blah blah. There you go. There but you turns go. out they're a bunch of you know they they ransack the whole the the whole neighborhood. You know, and then nobody comes to the corn maze because, like, all the kids get, you know, all their, uh, all their candy stolen. So they, Halloween basically gets interrupted early, basically, yeah. because of Clyde and Lincoln. So, uh, so they have to, like, you know, do the whole uh, redemption thing, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a fun little, uh, little, little uh, special. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Loud House continues to surprise me with its specials. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I absolutely love it. It's it's, uh, it's a good great. show all around. It's very yeah. well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, every character is very interesting to watch, honestly. Yep. Like, even even the sisters who I didn't think would be interesting, or, <laughs> like, to me as characters. Right. Honestly, I, I, I get invested in the show so yeah. easily. I, it's I, such an easy show to watch. My least favorite character is Luann, which is the prankster character. Mm-hmm. But then there's the April Fool's episodes. Yeah. They've had two episodes so far that April, and she is hilarious in those because she's like this omnipotent. 
like <laughs> malevolent god on and they're just like, oh no, it's April Fool! And they just have to like get away from her for like the whole, and she's just like <laughs> like she's gonna prank it. It's so good. She just becomes this otherworldly thing and it's just like she's my least favorite character. But when the Hallow but when those the April Fool's episodes come up, it's like my favorite episodes because it's yeah. like this is great. Cause like now she gets she because now she gets to be like this full rounded like mm-hmm. like psychopath character. I don't know. It's great. <laughs> There's one where she listed oh man it's just it gets like conspiracy like the first one was just like oh i have to it's just lincoln trying to avoid getting pranked the second one is the whole family trying to do it and there's like conspiracies of betrayal like within the it's so good like it's insane like it's so great i may may need to watch this (laughs) oh man it's phenomenal and and it all like culminates in like this big like mystery like like and actually this is what happened and this stacked up it's so good that show's awesome. I need to do a full episode on Loud House because uh, it, 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 I, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's Nickelodeon's saving grace right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, uh, right, they have TMNT and they have that, and that's like it. I, I think yeah. that I think Harvey Beaks apparently is good. I haven't Harvey watched Beaks. it though. Harvey Beaks. They have is that the one with the little bird, little it's bird kind of, kid. Yeah. 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 I, apparently that's really good. Haven't watched it though, so maybe it is good. Mm. Don't know. Um, last on the list, finally. I have a whole two-part episode on it, but I'm just going to mention it, and we're going to go home. Uh, over, the, <laughs> over the Garden Wall. Over the Garden Wall. It's, it's something that I think needs to be watched every Halloween Absolutely. period. If not just every fall. Yeah, like, every, yeah. <laughs> even, I, I, I honestly forgot to watch it during the whole month of October, right, and yeah. now I'm going to be making that up throughout November. <laughs> right, yeah, which is kind of shocking, honestly. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, it does take place on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Technically, technically. Um, within the confines of, well, it, that's the thing. It, it it's so good. Like I go watch, go listen to our episode on it. Uh, I can't, I can't. I just watch it and then listen. Yeah, watch it and then listen to it. Yeah, obviously. But it so many like freaky things that happen in it. The the dog is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like I like I don't know how you would get the the dog freaked me out in episode oh, one. Like I don't know how any kid would get through that. Uh, there's only one, I would say, bad episode of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. like, and, and it really is just like a nothing episode. Like nothing and you, happens. And honestly, um, the the fun thing about that show is you can skip any episode. Yeah, and I, not that I, still, not that I recommend you yeah, do. Right, except for maybe just one. Yeah, but you can you, still you can get through any episode because mm-hmm. it's so. It has such a good flow to it. The yeah. whole show has a great flow to it. Yeah, yeah. It, every every town they visit, every location has its own little quirk that they have to deal with. It's got John Cleese in it. It's mm-hmm. got Tim Curry. Uh, a return of Tim Curry, too, actually. This is right after his stroke. Yeah. Uh, so he hadn't done any acting for a long time, and they got him for this. And uh, he plays two characters, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because he plays the witch, right? I think. Yeah, he plays the witch. Or was that John Cleese that plays the witch? Uh, I can't remember who it is. John Cleese plays. He, pl- he, pl- he plays the the tea guy, the tea guy, uh, original whatever. He yeah. plays the tea guy, but he, I think he also yeah he also plays the witch yeah because he play he play and then Tim Curry plays oh, what's mother her name? yeah yeah, uh, yeah Tim Curry plays mother mother yeah the mother whatever yeah so uh, mother I can't remember her name is uh, but yes uh, Lo- Lorna's Lorna's uh, creepy. Housekeeper, Creepy. yeah. No, her aunt. Her aunt. Her aunt. Auntie, yes, that's right. Her auntie. Auntie Whiskers. Auntie Whiskers, that's whispers. it. Auntie Whispers, that's what it is, because she whispers to him, to her all the time, yeah. Auntie Whispers, and then the witch, the, the old lady of the forest, or whatever her name is. I need to rewatch Ad- the show. Adelaide. Adelaide. Adelaide of the Woods, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, man, it's so solid. The show, it's great. There's so much depth to it. Yeah, it's all oh, man. Like the growth of Wirt, Wirt's growth throughout the the show, and it's just sort of like you kind of have. It's very spirited away. You mm-hmm. kind of like oh, it becomes a you know like all these things like sort of just is basically uh, Wirt kind of getting his courage mm-hmm. to you know because. Him basically being cowardly is what got them into what they were. And not just cowardly, but, like, kind of selfish and, like, like not under... Like, you know, because he blames... He, he blames... Uh, uh, Greg. Greg for, you know, what how they ended up that way. And it's entirely Wirt's fault. It you is. Know, and, and, and that's... You know, but he blames Greg the whole time. He won't... He, he doesn't come to grips with the fact... He can't be brave enough to, like, blame himself for it, basically. Mm-hmm. And you see... Uh, you even see Greg grow up to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. Not, not, not a lot, but... Because yeah. he's, he's still a little kid throughout the whole right. thing. He, but, he's always good-hearted, but he's he's aloof. Yes. And he finally, at the end, does something that's that's deliberate. And he... You know? he with the best intentions in mind, it may not be yeah. the best thing, and it's not. Yeah. But you you see where he's coming from exactly. as a small kid who wants to make things right. Right. Yeah, and it's it's very well done. He does something very after being aloof the entire time. The end is very deliberate. Mm-hmm. He's going to do something to help. That's the whole point of it. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great show. I love it. Um, it even you know it it culminates really oddly at the end. I, there's some Easter egg stuff at the end that really weird that uh, I didn't know about. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, like what? Um, the town that they're in. I, I don't know if this is just a reuse of like assets of the time. Uh, you ever watch Clarence? Yeah. Same neighborhood. What? Exact same. When they're panning out, it's the exact same skyline as Clarence, oh. as the neighborhood from what Clarence. What if it's like... It's the exact same skyline. What if it's like... It could have just been an homage. Clarence. Right. It, like, but in the past. Right, yeah. It could do that, because it <laughs> feels... Because, like, it takes place... It sort of looks like it takes place, like, during, like, the 90s. Yeah. Uh, it's like the early... Early 90s. Because uh, uh, there's still cassette players, which are not a thing now. No. Yeah, I don't think anybody has a cassette. I have an A-track player in my closet, <laughs> oh my uh, which is great. It's my go- it's my grandpa's. It's awesome. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, nobody has cassette players anymore. Mixtapes, uh, like... And even the band that's playing on his thing is, like, a 90s band. And yeah. it's just, like, it feels like the 90s. Nobody's got a cell phone. Nobody's got, like, a... You know, it... You could see just you could just say it's like a rural town, but like even rural towns have smartphones now. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got a everybody's got a tower now. Everybody's got a cell tower now. Um, but yeah, uh, so it could be just an Easter egg. It could be just a reuse of assets. It could have just been like the two creators were friends because they were working at ne- yeah. uh, uh, Cardinal Network at the time because mm-hmm. uh, it's around the same timeline. And uh, I really hope he makes some new stuff. Uh, I think uh, you know, I bought the the art book. Uh, I hope Patrick McHale pl- uh, makes some more stuff because. I would love to see another. It doesn't even have to be this. It doesn't even have to be Over the Garden Wall. I just want to see a new mini series by Patrick McHale oh, of the same variety of things. Like even if we don't even go back to the unknown, you know. Like I don't even care if we go back to that, you know, world or whatever. Because you could literally not have Wirt and Greg and go back to the unknown and have mm-hmm. lots of other stories. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's it plenty. Would be, uh... Yeah. It'd be interesting with like modern characters too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like what what's the world like now that the beast is gone, and you know, like what's the underworld like or the unknown like? Is it limbo? Is it not is it limbo? Yeah, I hope I never get the answer. To be honest, I know I honestly I, don't need it. <laughs> no, it's it's 
fine by itself. Is it a hallucination by uh, by Wirtz entirely? Probably not, because Probably not. <laughs> it's like because he wouldn't He's... be he wouldn't be inside Greg's mind. He wouldn't know that Greg stole the rock or anything. And so. frankly, I don't think yeah. Wirtz created enough to think of all that. It's true. Yeah, it's 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 definitely of the time of like, hey, this is like. Th- this happened, but you don't know to what context it happened in, because yeah. it's obvious that something did go on, but, like, was it, you know, this otherworldly thing? Did they honestly go on an adventure? Did they did they die briefly? Did they, you know, you don't know. It's like, you know, were they in limbo? That, that That's the whole idea, so. It's uh, unknown. It's unknown, the unknown. But yeah, it's a good time, guys. That's, uh, that's all I got, I think. Uh, right. Unless you got any more to mention, I think uh, that's all the recommendations I've got. I can't say anything that would top Garden Wall. Yeah, yeah, really. It, 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 that's, the, that's the titular. If you haven't watched Over the Water, Garden Wall, go watch it. Listen to our episode on it here on Animation Destination. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode, guys. That's our Halloween episode. What? Two days after Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, it just didn't fall right. I, it, it, it almost fell pretty well. But it's only 360 five days yeah it's true so you know we'll, we'll get back to it uh it, it'll come back around but no uh that's it guys for our halloween episode of animation destination jay thanks for being on as always always a pleasure always a pleasure to have you on uh we might have a project coming up that i can plug on here eventually but uh <laughs> don't want to talk about it until it's ready so uh working on it. we're working on it uh but that's gonna do it for this episode guys check us out at DestinationComics.com slash DNN for all the DNN shows, including this one right here. Check us out at AnimationDestination.com for all of our written reviews. That might be changing. I might be shifting gears on what that is. Might turn into a forum. So might be a, might be a, an animation forum. You know? Not entirely certain yet. Um, so yeah, go check that out. Go check out uh, us on Facebook at Animation Destination. Check us out on Twitter at AnimationPod. But that's it for this week. That's our spooky, scary Halloween episode. Next week, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. I'll talk about something, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.